Good morning, good morning. What's up, y'all? It's Keeping It Real, Miss Breaker. And this morning, I low-key been, like, thinking about whether or not I should or should not have this conversation, only because, like, I know we are changing as far as gender roles and whatnot, but I really do feel like generational traits are so important, whether they're good or negative, you know, like, those are they're important they're, they're important to acknowledge so i'm while i'm in traffic i'm gonna be late for work i might as well do a little something something this morning these fucking i don't know what the fucking problem is this morning as far as why it's traffic but i was thinking about generational traits on my way to work and it's so crazy because i just be thinking about shit and it makes me question you know the generation's behind me and my generation and the generation above me and just realizing how certain traits like knowing how to clean, knowing how to cook, knowing how to do certain things to keep a family stable is no longer something that people work towards. You know, I feel like a lot of a lot of us are kind of giving up on traditions and things like that, you know, it's almost as if you're pulling somebody's fucking teeth out to have a gathering nowadays, I understand the simple fact that yes, COVID has affected a lot of things when it comes to being around family and spending time with friends, I understand that completely, but now that things have died down, and kind of, well, I don't want to say it that way. That's kind of negative. Now that things have slowed down with COVID, um, it's almost as if like being in the house for a year, a whole year, not being able to go out. For my experience, I know other people didn't really give a fuck and still was outside doing what they had to do whether you were working or just going out just to see people just because you wanted to. Um, I just feel like, for me personally, being inside the house made me value cooking more. And not only that, I found some recipes and I said, wow, you know, I'm going to love cooking and I love cooking. Like, I love cooking more than I did before. It's not something I've never done before. You know, my mom taught me how to cook and, you know, told me growing up, you know, cooking keep, keeps the family, you know, fed and keep your man home. He always looked forward to a nice hot meal. You know, that's just how she grew up. So that's how she kind of told me, but more so emphasizing on the family part. You know, you got to learn how to cook so that you can feed your family. It was not necessarily my world evolving around a man. It's just these are some traits that I have to have when you become a mother. You know, when you hold responsibility of taking care of your own family. And for me personally, I love that because you have so many people that don't know how to cook, that don't know how to do things. And it's not it, and it's not always necessarily for your family. It's also for yourself too. And I look at the generation above me, 
and I still idolize some of them because I still idolize my older cousins because they're doing big things. You know, they're taking care of their families. They're hustling. They're doing what they got to do to survive and strive for their kids. And I look at the generation behind me, and I'm just almost as if I'm embarrassed because it's like they have no morals. They have no respect. They have no traits whatsoever. It's almost as if the parents, and I could say this, you know, growing up, how my mom raised me and how my mom raised my brother is so fucking different. It's almost as if, like, her being strict kind of went out the fucking window. <laughs> Having another kid was like, oh, well, you know, this one, I'm just going to let him, you know, be more chill. And, you know, but, I mean, she did raise us both the same. It's just it's a little different, I guess. A mother's, uh, a mother's love from her son and a, a mother's love from her daughter is always different. Um and always hold different values and meanings to one another. They love equally, but they share love differently. And, you know, the generation, my generation, a lot of us have a very high expectation. Oh, you need to do this. You need to know how to cook. You know how to clean. You need to know how to do laundry. Those things are really important to me, and I'm sure to other women, too, because I'm sorry. Listen, I'm making sure my brother knows how to do the things that he's supposed to know how to do as far as taking care of himself and knowing how to live on his own and all this other things, but and not rely on a woman to be his mother. Because I feel like when you look back, I could look back at generations before me, generations before my older cousins, maybe past my grandparents' generation, but... Looking from, like, the 1900s, the 1920s, um, excuse me, women were slaves to men and almost as if a mother figure, you know, taking care of them in a different light, but also, you know, sexually, excuse me, sexually, mentally, uh, well, not necessarily mentally, sexually and Basically, women back then were maids for men. And when you go back to the African history of how women and men were treated, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but I'm going to get into it a little bit. Um, Women in Africa, the homeland, you know, they were much more powerful than the women that they make us seem to be. A lot of women actually were the... You know, the problem solvers to their man's problems. Oh, I ain't getting over. And um, not only that, but women back then were way more supportive than they broke us down here in America. Like, women didn't have um, to fight for an equal right. And what I mean by that is we do the same thing, we share the same this, I can do this, I can do that. Men and women did things equally together, whether it was cooking, cleaning, or going to get food, hustling, taking care of the kids. It was a balance of both. It wasn't a balance of just one. So when you look at, whoa, when you look at that, and you look at different things, and you're just like, you know, it makes more sense. Nowadays, it's almost as if people want to be lazy and want to just be 
taken care of. People don't want to take care of one another, and I feel like that's, like, the hardest part dealing in this society where everybody wants to be loved but loved the wrong way. You have people that want to be loved with money instead of being loved with actual passion and love and support. And it's sad because a lot of this generation, I mean, I'm not saying music has a lot to affect on society, but music fucking has a lot to affect on society, especially when you got little kids listening to all these crazy things. I mean, when I was growing up, I'm a 90s baby, when I was growing up, music told a message, music spread love, music told so many different things, and yeah, we had our ratchet fucking music, little Kim fucking Foxy Brown, Trina, we had our ratchet shit, but our ratchet shit was like ratchet grown folk shit, it wasn't like how you got this fucking Megan Stallion, and I love Cardi B, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front, I love Cardi B, Cardi B kinda gives me like the Trina, little Kim vibes, Nicki Minaj, she got her fan base, she's cool too, but she a little copycat of little Kim, but we're not gonna talk about that. Um, I'm not trying to get canceled with y'all if y'all uh, Nicki Minaj fans. I don't really give a fuck, honestly. I'm just putting it out there because it is what it is, and it is true. I'm not lying. But, um, you know, it's like certain things like that just makes me think, like, damn, you know, what is really going on with society? Are we getting too lazy? Are we heavily relying so much on technology? You know, for me, when I have my first kid, when I do have kids, I'm not letting my kid touch fucking technology. That is not going to be a norm in my household. My kid is going to be learning on the fucking leapfrogs, going to be learning with the ABC mouse, anything that's going to educate my child so my kid knows how to speak when before the age of two, that my kid knows how to read and fucking write. You know, you, these children that you have, these are our future, and you have to raise them right, I'm not saying you gotta take them away from being a child, let them be a kid, yes, of course, but when it comes to learning, I mean, shit, let them learn, I know kids take time, and not all kids want to do learning things, but it's all about how well you make it, and how fun you make it for them, and, and shit, you can get somewhere, but just thinking about how you know, things have changed over time, I mean, I'm only so young and getting up there in age, I'm seeing the changes, and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy, I mean, the one thing I will say about, like, generational traits that have not changed is people that are prejudiced, like, and racist, the other day, I went somewhere, and I was in line, and this is in Newton, I'm not surprised, okay? When I talk about certain towns and certain places, please know that this shit is is not something like, oh, my gosh, I could never believe. No, it's believable. Like, fucking people in Newton are racist and prejudiced. There's nothing that I can do about it. It's a predominantly white neighborhood. There are some people that are kind, and there are other people that are rude. But I, it just, it's, I just have to be able, for me and for others, who have to deal with this shit, you can't allow their ignorance to bother your soul or to make you uncomfortable. I sometimes, you know, I haven't really been picking my hair out because, in an afro, because my this weather has been really, 
really, really um, annoying and confusing. New England weather is so bipolar, it's not even funny. Not even funny. So, you know, it was fucking 100 degrees the other day, then it was fucking 60, then it was 80, then it was uh, 90 again, and it's just, it's fluctuating so much, it's messing with my hair as far as humid and all that other extra, and I go into the grocery store, and yesterday I had my hair picked out into a nice afro, but it shrunk because of the freaking leather, so there's not much that I can do about it, it didn't shrink that much, but it shrunk enough for me to notice. And I'm just, like, in the line behind the lady. I'm probably, like, a good three feet away. Oh, my God, GPS. Yep, thank you, GPS. I'm, like, a good three feet, maybe two and a half feet away from her. And this little shopping um, uh, grocery store is kind of small. So, you know, it's a Trader Joe's. It's, It's small. It's one of the first... Trader Joe's that was there in Newton, so they didn't make it or expand it. They just get get you know they get good business, so it keeps it keeps it open and whatnot. But anyways, going to what I was saying, I was standing behind this white lady, and I just you know I have my snack and my food, and I'm just standing there, literally just standing there waiting patiently. And I have a pick in my hair, and in my pick it has the fist and the peace sign. Because, you know, I'm all about love and positivity and peace. Like, I'm not here to start no shit. I'm not here to, you know, I'm here to be myself, to live, to be comfortable in my own skin. That's just me. This woman looks back at me. White lady, look back at me and goes into another line. So... I mean, the person that was in front of her, she was taking a little long, and I ain't got that long of a lunch break, so I was like, I need to get up out of here, so I went to the next registry, but it was like, the register, and I was just like, saying to myself, and all I said out loud was, people are still the same, and it's so sad, that's all I said out loud, and she just kind of like, turned her head and put her nose up, and I just was like, you're so fucking sad, lady, I don't want to steal nothing from you, I got my own fucking money, and not only that, I have my badge on that shows, that shows where I work and what profession I'm doing, and, you know, what profession I'm in, and you still, and it's just, it's just people are so fucking ignorant, and they're so, they're so just negative and whatnot, but shit like that, like, You all gotta get over this shit. You guys cannot fucking control black people. You guys cannot break black people down anymore. There was something that I had watched about Obama. I still don't like him. I don't care what nobody say. You cannot convince me. I don't like Obama. You know, yeah, he seems to have good messages here and there, but... Also, he has a team to help him write his speeches, so, you know, who who do we know? Who do we know? Who do we really know? Um, anyways, I don't really want to get into politics, but what Obama said in one of his speeches, I think in Hartford, when he went to speak up there for one of the graduate teams, I mean, graduate, uh, graduate teams, I'm funny, uh, one of the graduates at Harvard, I don't know what class it was, but... It was when he was president, I think. 
because he still had black hair when I watched that video. And um, he was just, he said something like, you know, don't allow, you know, you're, you can't, you can't blame other people for what's going on anymore at this point. He was saying, like, our ancestors have fought and fought and fought and fought and fought for equality, fought for equal rights, fought to be treated with respect and going through so much more worse than what I'm explaining right now about this white lady being weird to me in the store. But knowing that, you know, what my grandparents went through, what their, what their parents went through, what my mother went through growing up, that it didn't stop them from pursuing their dreams and goals and life. You know, it, they still did what they needed to do to get by. And we can't be the ones to keep blaming certain things that occur in our lives if we don't actually make a change. And it's like, and it's true, you know? If you're tired of the black community being so poor, if you're tired of the projects and the black neighborhoods being so dangerous or so filthy, so dirty, clean up your fucking communities like everybody else does. Put money into your community like everybody else does when they come when it comes to their communities. Hold hold you know put things in place for your community if you are tired of something happening all the time. And that's the oh you almost hit me, bro. And that's the only problem that black folks have is they can't stick together to do things and build together because one of we all want the same fucking thing but we gotta be the ones doing it we gotta be the ones having it and it just don't make sense to me it's just like come on we could be doing so much better as a, a, a unified community but we're all jealous of one another. We all don't want to see one another grow. I mean, not all of us are like that, but majority, people are like that. And, you know, it's it's so sad. It really is. It, it truly is sad. But what can you do about it? You really can't do much. You try to help your own people. Your own people stab you in the back and twist the knife up and then ask you, oh, how'd I get back there? And they're the ones that is doing it fucking you over left and right and it's sad because that's the generation that is the generation today every other culture can stick and stay together even the Africans that are from Africa the the American the African Americans that are here the black Americans that are here the, all these all these dividers that are here and I say that because it's like we keep dividing one another we keep dividing one another by gender we keep dividing one another by sex we keep dividing one another by color I mean we're not doing the dividing you know the minorities aren't doing that so I mean I can't really say that we entirely are doing it you know our government is doing it but it's more of those things where it's like you know, what the fuck, how much more can you take as a society dealing with disrespect and whatnot? It, it's, it's something, it's something to think about, it really is, but 
hey, we live in a world that this is what society is and this is how we take it. You know, it's so crazy how you think our parents or grandparents were afraid to bring their kids into the world and then realize they have life a little more easier from what my grandmother tells me. And she's completely right, you know. I can walk in the street. I can walk past a white person and not, you know, them not look at me or them trying to attack me or hang me because I went past and walk in the path of a white person, you know, society, life has changed. It has changed for the better and some for the worse. But this new life that we're living, it just makes me think about generational traits that are just, or traits and traditions, too. Both Both hold hand to hand because it's like, you know, I remember growing up and going down south every motherfucking summer, for my for the Fourth of July and turning up with my family and it was like everybody came down there to go see my great grandmother. Then after she passed away, things changed. Nobody went down there. Then it was almost as if like every time somebody died, we're going down south just for a funeral. I mean, we had family reunions, but it's like um, after my great grandmother passed away, we don't do it anymore. So, you know, seeing different things and seeing how things change, and it's just interesting, you know. I have a big-ass family, and it's so crazy how, you know, we all only come around when someone is passing. And that's like generational traditions, generational traits. You know, what are we... What are we changing? What are we forgetting? And what are we leaving leaving behind? The things that we're leaving behind, we need to bring up forth and, you know, keep it going. Allow our children and, you know, brothers and sisters to know their cousins. And family can be so much stronger, but family never want to get along. It's the generations that just make things fall apart, make things worse. People stuck in their ways, they can't change. I mean, can't do nothing about that. If you want to change, you got to change for yourself, change for the better, change for you. Not just because someone is saying, you need to change, you need to do this. You know, you got to be able to want to do all of that for you. But that's all I really wanted to say this morning, honestly. I didn't really have very much to say other than that. Um... I'm getting into work mad late. Only a couple minutes, not that late. Fucking traffic in the morning is just ridiculous. Like, it don't make sense to me. Massachusetts traffic is, like, interesting. Excuse me. But, um, sorry, I should have let you go, but I'm, I'm on a schedule, man. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting, y'all, like, When you think about those things, these are things that I think about every day. My mind is always running, whether it's running for good, and yeah, we all have bad thoughts too, but I always stick with the good and always stick with what I know because, you know, it is what it is. But that's all I wanted to share with y'all this morning. I hope you guys have a blessed day. One love, and I hear from you soon.